just a few fellas on a podcast, ripping in the picture jokes and sharing some laughs, or I ride the drug of Jerry Bernstein. Ooh, they want to know if it's something, if it's anything. Often featuring Lady Corbin. Before last weekend, I was just sort of like getting ready for this month of activity that I'm currently at the very beginning of. Ooh, and so I'm excited. Nice. You know, I got visiting my mom. I got going on tour. You uh, had your, your party this weekend? I had a party on Saturday. It was dope as hell. That was Good dope times. as hell. We I can't wait to tell so Rob the story of uh, the Chromeo story. Oh, me too. I was laughing. At it. I, I played Chromeo while we were going to my brother's yesterday and uh, for Lydia and I was like, this is the band. Chromeo, that sounds awesome. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last time you did that, Rob? You were like, you're like, uh, like, oh, that sounds great. What is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I forget what it was, but I was asked to do something and I was like, oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I'd love to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. As soon as I find out what it is. What it is. Yeah. So... When we have been on the road together, all of us have been on the road together, there's been this vibe that I've gotten from being in certain hotels. And it's a vibe where I'm just like, oh man, if we had the day off, I would love to do drugs here. You know, mm. it's weird. And it has something to do with like how nice the hotel is and also how secluded the hotel is. Like I think the number one hotel that I felt that at was we were in... Somewhere in Jersey, some remote area of Jersey, and there was a hurricane that was that was barreling towards oh, the East yeah. Coast. Steve had to last minute change a bunch of dates. And so he was like, all right, no show tonight, but you guys got a couple of days off. We're really close to New York. So if you want to go back to New York, you can go back to New York. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, I do want to go back to New York because I love my fiance. I don't want to see her. But God damn, would I love to just stay in this hotel during a hurricane and do drugs? Oh, my God, that'd be so much fun. <laughs> just based on this vibe, I decided to do a little experiment. And I was like, what if I got for my birthday? I got like a hotel room and just like invited some friends and we just hung out in the hotel and did drugs. That sounds like a fun thing. You know, there's all these pitfalls to just like having people over to do drugs, like to your house. Like, do I have enough stuff that's good? Is there enough room? Is it going to be comfortable enough for everybody? Is there going to be enough room for activities and whatnot? And so I decided to implement this idea this past weekend because today's my birthday. What? And so it was like, yeah, I know. Happy so, birthday. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't know I was, I was missing a birthday it, thing. Happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> well, that's the, well, the thing was, I also didn't want to pressure anybody to go. So I didn't say it was my birthday party. I, I said, it's a I thing that was a horrible mistake. It's a thing that we're doing, you know? <laughs> oh, uh, man. I'm and I will say. Thing. I think it was a massive success. You know, there it were like was. little things that I would change, but on the whole, it was fun as shit. So two yeah. thumbs up to my plan. Yeah, it would, you nailed it. Um, mm -hmm. we, that was like the perfect, they, they got like a really swanky hotel where you could, were looking at, it was right in Dumbo on the corner of the, like right on the, 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 the coast and you could just see the Hudson and it was just big windows and everything uh, looked like it was made by like a, Cats. Um, uh, I was like the cats was, are construction workers. <laughs> it was made by like like swanky cavemen. Like everything's like looks like it was made out of a dinosaur, and there's like fur rugs and and oh, there was cool. a hammock greenery everywhere. There was a hammock and, in the yeah, room. It was a hammock. It was mm -hmm. it, yeah, a hammock right in the corner of the hotel where you could just well, one person hammock. You could just look at the just this huge glass view of of it was just beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, 
it would be great even if you weren't doing drugs. And yeah, uh, but perfect for drugs. Had a I nice test as someone who did not do drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. There were people who didn't do drugs who had fun and people who did do drugs that had fun. It was great. So we had like a nice little group. We're all just sort of like hanging out, having fun. I'm DJing. You know, I got a little music playing. And a couple of people are like, Jarrett, I like your mixes when you're DJ. And Brett goes, you know, Jarrett, yeah, you got good taste in music. You actually turned me on to a band. And I was like, yeah, Future Islands, right? And then Brett goes, there was another one. And I was like, no, that wasn't me. And Brett's face, like, like, I I tried to pain up here and happiness <laughs> down here it was just like, because he was so surprised that i just said no without with so little information yes that was it yeah. i you went you went yeah future island and i went and didn't you and you went no <laughs> <laughs> i was like but i didn't even get to i was but i was, I was like laugh crying so hard yeah I was like, I, I didn't even get to put one. How did you? There's no I know way you exactly know what I was like. What you're going to say. Yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what band you're talking about. And I know that I did not recommend that band to you. So eventually through pained <laughs> laughing tears, I, I said, okay, if you know what the band was, then tell, then describe the band that I was going to say. And he was like, they're funky. They're kind of future. And I was like, yeah, he's right. Ah. <laughs> Overall. Excellent, excellent experience. And uh, and yeah, and now I got visiting my mom. I got going on tour. And then that's going to be the next month of my life. There was a moment uh, also when uh, Leedy, Leedy came back from getting somebody with the room key. She went down to get them because you needed it for the elevator. Uh, wood chip keys, by the way. They're just round wood and they had been programmed. It was, it was very, very swanky. But yeah. anyway, so she goes downstairs. We're having a conversation about, I, I don't know what we were having a conversation about, but whatever, we, the last thing we said, Lydia just picked up on it when she came back in and she was like, everybody's a pizza boy when Brett's involved. Just like repeated what was said. She came stomping it. It was the best <laughs> entrance I've ever seen. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was a blast. And um, I can't wait to do it again. And Rob, you um, were missed. Oh, you missed, guys. Yeah, Sorry, would have been would have been a wonderful addition. Yeah, I used my phone while on mushrooms. That's how much I that was you. great. That was really cool. Did you guys? <laughs> I mean, you guys like crash there, stay overnight. Like, what was the, what was the situation? Uh, well, well, luckily, we Jared planned everything out. By the way, I my, my detective work on what Jared's plan was and what we were gonna do was flawless. Right, lady? Like, yeah. because you were very vague. You're just like, be at our place at one thirty, and we're gonna do drugs. And, and that, which, which I hate. Place. So I was just like, what are you saying? What right. are you talking about? And he's like, just come to my place. I'm like, That's what? No, oh, oh, that and, is not and, what happened. and there's that a boat. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean there's a boat? Can you tell me? I asked him three times what the, what the hotel was. He's like, yeah, we're going to a hotel. I'm like, yeah, where's the hotel? He's like, well, you know, come to my place. I'm like, yeah, where's the hotel? Never, like, you know what? We're going to get on a boat first. And I'm like, we're getting on a boat? Where the fuck is the hotel, man? <laughs> it's like, I might have shit to do, so I just want to meet you there. I know that this this hotel is not inaccessible unless by boat. This is, And I asked him, I was like, are we being hunted? Are we going to... <laughs> but I, would, I was going able to, to put, I'm going to okay, put all the messages that I put that said exactly what was going on. Because I was equally enraged when I got the question, what are we doing again? Because I was like, I told you guys. I told this to you. I explained it already. Kind okay, of. so I inferred that Jarrett didn't say that it was his birthday party because he didn't want there to be pressure. I was correct on that. Mm-hmm. I guess. also inferred that 
he was vague because he was going to have everything taken care of. So you didn't need to know anything. He was like, mm, I'm going to buy the boat tickets. We're all going to get in the boat. I'm going to be in charge. Nobody has to think about anything. You just have to come along. I'm going to make sure everybody's experience is, is good. Because I know Jared is a good host um, because I, I went to Kirsten's birthday party and, and it was a similar situation. Ooh, They're both yeah, very good right. hosts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I think he's being vague because we're going to have a great time and then we're just going to find out. It's going to be like an adventure. Um, but he, you also didn't say like, hey, I'm... I'm not giving too much details. You just have to trust everything's going to be okay. Whatever you need to do, we will. I I will be able to work around and uh, everything will be take care, taken care of as long as you can block off so many hours. But you you did leave out like some important details like where you live um, <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. <laughs> you know what? I, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I enjoyed not knowing though because it was a lovely surprise. It was great. Been, it was so I've been fun. wanting to go on a boat since I moved out here. So it was really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a boat that goes right from my apartment to the fancy hotel. And so I was like, it would be insane if we were to take drugs and then not take a boat, you know, that sounds cool. given yeah. the opportunity. So although they kicked in like right after the boat, I feel like. Yeah, that's that's another thing. <laughs> that was the thing. So you guys say I was being vague. I wasn't being vague. There were still there were things that I was unsure about that I needed to wait to figure mm. out. For example, I really wanted to get into the hotel early, but check-in was at four o'clock. And I was like, I don't love starting at four o'clock. So I was like, okay, what if we take the drugs at my place, get on a boat, go to the hotel, and then maybe if we're nice, they'll let us in at like three o'clock or something like that. So every so a lot of details had to wait until I got that information, which just so happened to be on Saturday in the afternoon. Mm. But there were other things that I know I told you guys about that I was then asked about where I was like, I fucking told you about this already. I think in the first text, but I think the first text you sent was, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it had information of what, what we were doing vaguely. And then the the hotel. I think you yeah. did include that, at least to, to the text to Lydia and I. Um, but it, it was a long time ago. And I feel like because of COVID, like there's been like the spike in January and February. There has been like a weird fluctuation of like, hey, we're doing this. Oh, we might not do this. Oh, we're doing this again. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to push back on this, Jarrett. Still. Ooh. You just saying we're going to do drugs is not telling us what we're going to do. Like, that's not (laughs) what I mean by that is where am I sleeping? You just said hotel. (laughs) Are we staying in the hotel? I don't get it. Criticism accepted because when hotel (laughs) comes into into play, it's like, am I staying at the hotel? Is this an orgy? There's a lot of things that I may want to have input on, you know? Mm -hmm. And so there I, I probably could have been a little bit more forthcoming because I did mm-hmm. not want people to think that it was an orgy and I did not want people to stay over the f- hotel for the evening was just going to be right. me first and that's why we're starting so early in the day uh okay, okay. And I was, did uh, mm-hmm. Lee and I were the last people to leave they did offer us to stay over so it could have been both an orgy and us staying <laughs> at the hotel <laughs> that's very gracious of you as a host to offer an orgy Especially because Kirsten went like this when Look, she said it I don't want to be rude <laughs> so if you want an orgy <laughs> but if not, we can get so you guys a cab. We can get you an orgy. <laughs> At one point, Jared found this rock that I guess it was for like a do not disturb. This but is on like one how side, hip this hotel was. This yeah, is like an example just, of it. Just a rock that says now on one side. And Jared's holding it like, like this. <laughs> and he goes, hey, do you guys want to know what the other side of this says now here? You want to know what the other <laughs> side is? You want everybody guess what the other side is? And I was like, I was like, is it your dick? Because that's the face you're making. Because he was like, you want to know what's on the other side? 
But it was not now, was the other side. <laughs> uh, since it was Jared, I thought it was now this. <laughs> oh, That's is the that progressive? Our... Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised you got there before me, Brett. <laughs> I guess I just I just watched so much progressive media that I got lost. Like, oh, right. Uh, well, and that one really annoys me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. yeah it, it's it's like a weird video. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And it's like the now this. First, I'm like, oh, yeah, first okay. few times I saw it, I was like, great. Then I was like, you're just drawing out a three sentence, you know blurb into a four minute video and playing music and it's just about how a dog got its hair cut you know it's like I, I just have been watching this for so long the now this, this uh it's like these progressive things where they'll be like it'll tell you like a news event or something like that or sometimes a heartwarming story but um it's usually progressive based and it, it's just like a lot of b-roll and then some text and then some music and then more b-roll and it's like mm -hmm. Trump is coming down on people. Bomb, 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 yeah. bomb, bomb. But people are fighting back. Bomb, 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 bomb. Yeah. This doesn't sound real. This sounds insane. Mm -hmm. it's, it's great. It's like, insp like inspirational, this. you know? <laughs> yeah. They got a lot of information out there. It was interesting. So I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about the dynamic of the people on the show. And I'm like, it's a little bit like releasing a video game, you know? Like you have people like Brett and Leedy who I'm like, here's a video game and they play the video game and they're like, this video game is great. And they got people like Rob who try to break the video game. And I'm like, now I know the things I need to tell people in the future if I ever want to do this again. Because now mm -hmm. I've heard all of Rob's concerns now. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, these are the holes in the plan. These are the reasons <laughs> why things fell through the cracks here. Like, if this was rolling out the, you know, the beta test phase, mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, I can't wait to see the full release because <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Full release is heroin. Anyways, <laughs> no, no, never mind. <laughs> I think I'll stick with the beta. Uh, no, I am. I am sad that I missed it. Uh, I kept on getting my schedule with my students kept on changing. They were pushing things back, and I and I was far away too. So by the time I was done, uh, I've also been cutting back on my uh, caffeine, and so I've just been like one headache after another all week oh, long and so sucks. it was like going on brett texted me and I mean, it was going on like eight o'clock by the time i even got the text. maybe he was going on seven it was one of those and i was not even in new york city yet and i was like ah and then the one thing see i take little bits of information and i extrapolate either and sometimes i am amazing at guessing things right and then sometimes i'm way way off base but but when i'm given little information i'm like oh this is the worst <laughs> thing for my brain like all the possibilities are there like like it, I'm not normal. Like when when Jared said we're taking a boat, I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "Now I what? Am, where are we going? Like, doesn't is this a real hotel? What's going on?" Uh, but then the big the 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 biggest determining factor for me was uh, Jared just saying we might be pooped by six or so, and I was like. Oh well, I can't do this at all. <laughs> like I was like, oh, I might get there six, seven, like seven, is it seven, because a friend might come at seven. But we, you know, we might be pooped at it. And I was like, oh shit, well I'm done. I can't. I felt mm -hmm. bad. I was like, I don't want to come late to a drug party. And I think I made this joke too. I was like, you know, there are certain drugs that you can't catch up on. <laughs> like it's you're you're just you missed everybody else's high. You're gonna be high mm -hmm. when they're not. Like yeah, yeah. and also. Uh... I know that with the people involved, like nobody's going to be taking so much drugs where it's like, that's not fun to be around that person. Uh, we all took like a, ver a very small amount where to the point where like we had a, two, a couple sober people and 
just a great time playing games together uh, and just like still good conversation. Uh, you know, I say that as one of the people on drugs, but Lee, Lee, Lee being uh, completely sober there, uh, she was having a blast. Great conversation, erudite, referencing oh. classical literature. It was, <laughs> Lee comes in, Brett's a pizza man. Everyone's like, what the fuck is this? She's the funniest girl on the planet. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, did you guys see what Lady did? Oh my god. All right. Well, now I know for next time. Now I know the information that Rob needs in order to get on board. All right. This is well, good. well, here's the thing, too. This party mm-hmm. also shapes. Oh, and it, I didn't know it was your birthday, too. That's that mm-hmm. makes me sad. This is good positive affirmation that, like, that, that Jared is just someone that this is how he, so I'm learning, too. So, mm-hmm. like, if, if next time Jared just says, be here at this place in this time, like, then I should it's trust, all you, trust you can that trust that, it, that it's all it's all yeah yeah but mm-hmm. i will say if i had Man, not you gone guys are gonna be so easy to murder later <laughs> <laughs> meet me at this alley oh wow i bet it's like an underground bar or something it's gonna be so cool nope. if i had not gone to kirsten's birthday party already i would have been in the exact same position of rob where i would have been like what no well, a boat <laughs> i would have been the exact same but because i was like oh i've seen how you guys have like a, a get together and it, everything is thought of you you don't you're not going to let anybody have an uncomfortable time or feel they're like they're there out of obligation you want everybody to th- be there to have a good time and trust that everything is taken care of so i had that level of trust from that so anyways what's going on with you guys is it really uh, your birthday today by the way your birthday today march 27th yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> well i just want to say that happy birthday to everybody equally who has birthdays <laughs> out there jared you know, i don't want to single anybody out happy I, holidays everybody. i respect i respect that Rob. happy holidays now this <laughs> uh, um, say, i don't Sorry. think i have any big catch-ups um, um our cats are warming up to us but one of them oh. is really obsessed with me and it's making me really happy that's oh, fun. yeah, it's it's really funny. Like, I've seen cats who, like, you know, they like some people a little bit more than others. But this is, like, a weird obsession with Leedy. Like, Ooh. this cat is really, he's, like, Aww. he he's, like, really, he's a normal cat. Like, he's a, a bit skittish, and he's, he's standoffish, and then he'll warm up. But when Leedy calls or looks at him, no, where, no matter where he is in the apartment, no matter what he's doing, he comes, like, running. He's like Aww. so excited for That's attention. Great. For her. That's so cute. Um, so he'll like freaking cute. Follow her to the bathroom and just wait outside the door for her. <laughs> but I really see the juxtaposition until she's awake. Like if I get up early, he's just like, "Yeah, I'm a cat." And then Lee <laughs> wakes up and he's like, <gasps> <laughs> "It's so cute." He'll come follow me to the kitchen while I'm making food and just sit behind me. It's so cute. Uh, anything pissing you off these days, Rob? You got any hot <laughs> buttons? What's the hot bucket, man? <laughs> Anything All right, pushing your, you, pushing you your buttons? Me, I had two things. One thing that pissed me off, um, and another thing that... Vague party plans. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed an event recently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was on TikTok uh, earlier, and I saw this uh, girl who must be a math teacher uh, because she used uh, audio of a Louis C.K. canceled joke where... <laughs> <laughs> he talks about being a, a like a math teacher, like w- what that entails. And the joke just basically is like an interview back and forth. It's like, uh, so what's the job? Like, well, you have to teach math to kids. Oh, and do these kids want to know math? No, they definitely don't want to know math. You have to teach it to them against their will. 
And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, he's like, yeah, he's like, you know, and they're just exploding with sexuality and they're constantly kicking the shit out of each other. Well, who are these kids? Just any kids who live around the building. I don't know. And, you, know, can, you know, how much does it pay? It pays $100 every four years. And you're like, what, what happens if you get really good at it? Nothing, nothing. You just do it. Nobody notices, nobody cares, and you die alone. Something along those lines. Now, she is lip syncing this the whole time going back and forth to characters you know she took some time to learn it blah 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 it's got a bunch of likes can you see her jerking off it's in the (laughs) no i can't so she didn't really nail it Uh, Uh, so she's got like four hundred thousand likes on this okay and then i'm like let's take a look at these comments let's see you know who has what to say about what right i wonder if she even knows who it is i'm willing to bet she does it and then the creator has the top post, which says, here to add that I did not know which comedian this, was, this bit was from when I made it. I do not support this man or his actions in any way. Carry on emoji. That goes like this. Um, by the way, she is... <laughs> and then there's a, a thread, of course, of people being like, you know, some being like, yeah, screw him. And then others being like, you know, well, it's one of the, you know, best com comics ever and blah 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 like just like weird defenses and weird arguments uh and then she goes she replies to a lot of these being like fuck you like just like being angry at them anytime that there's anything pushing back um and some of these arguments that these people are making are definitely bad and i was surprised that no one made the most obvious one i was like you just said i do not support this man in any way i'm like you are obviously supporting this man (laughs) sharing the one thing that he treasures which is his comedy and 400,000 people have just listened to it and I was just like okay delete it like I don't know what you're talking yeah, about absolutely. you don't have morals in this situation and then she got into a <laughs> I couldn't believe this there's a comedy like well I think we could separate the art from the artist and she said no you cannot <laughs> and I was like you are 100% quite literally separating the art from the artist you have posted the man's art and then you are saying i do not like the artist you are definitely doing at least that i don't get what's going on and then it was like people like you're taking his you know audio and then she's like everyone takes audio from tiktok that doesn't matter you know it's like yeah but people credit it or there's you know you can click on the link so people kind of do do that like you're not even crediting you're even denouncing who you like no and then someone said something else and they were like i wish Louis ck's defense was everybody abuses power dynamics okay <laughs> when they have power everybody jerks off in front of those comics <laughs> <laughs> And then the last thing I said that, I, that she said that I thought was logically weird was uh, uh, then she someone had made some comment about whatever. And she's like, well, you just like, look, I think 400,000 people disagree with you. You just don't like that. I'm funny. And I was like, I don't know if that oh I don't know God. if you lip syncing to someone else's stand up material makes you funny. I was like, look, there is a performance element to it that not everybody can do. And you kind of did OK with that. Like, I'm, I don't want to. It's fine. Um, I was like, put your lip sync to somebody's stand-up. So I don't know if that makes you fun. You may be funny. Maybe you are funny. I'm not saying you're not funny. Uh, but that's not what makes you funny. It could make you a decent performer to do that, the lip syncing thing. But just every little logical thing, I was like, no, 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 no. If, mm-hmm. Look, if you really want to stand by your guns, which I don't personally, you know, my take is, uh, I don't know, you know, to each their own. 
I said, but if you're taking that stance, delete it. Get rid of those 400,000 likes. Absolutely. It's not your likes. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm with you. I wasn't with you for a little while, but then I was with you. And I'll tell you why. Because mm-hmm. it's a very, like you said, it's a very murky area. It's a very murky gray area of, I don't support Louis C.K. I don't like what he did, but I'm in this position right now where I've used his audio to make a thing that's really successful. So I'm going to live in the, this uncomfortable gray moral area and just sort of like and and collect my likes and and have this be part of my channel for the moment. You know, use a little bit of that heat. Tell everybody that I don't support Louis C.K. and that I don't like him, but still use some of that heat. But then when when people are saying like, well, I guess you can separate the art from the artist. No, you can't. Then I'm like, okay, well, you can't start making rules if you want to <laughs> live in the murky place to take the good thing from the bad thing. You know, I'm with you on that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's 100 to me. It's like this is a person who. Uh, if you were just like whatever you um, incentivize will be their opinion. If you were like, hey, um, Louis C.K. actually wants to get lunch with you and give you twenty thousand dollars. This person would be like, Louis C.K. is great. I th- actually think he's he's not a bad guy. You guys are wrong uh, because you're still benefiting from him. But but trying to 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 do this. It's just yeah, it's it. I I am. Uh, my craw has something stuck in it with you, Rob. There, uh, it, have your, have your, really, have your really Jimmy's been wrestled, Brett? My, I, I, there's been a lot of wrestling in my Jimmy area. <laughs> is and... your bucket a little bit hot? Ooh, has someone been warm in that <laughs> bucket? Heated my bucket for sure. No, it was, it's a definitely a heated bucket. Is it? Hot yet? Bucket. <laughs> they must have been warming it very slowly because I didn't notice. <laughs> I'm like the toad. I'm the frog in the bucket. Me and the frogs in this bucket are. Is it getting warmer in here? My gears have been ground down. Ooh. <laughs> Great hot button, Rob. Thank yeah. you so much. Nice and hot. Did you have another one? Or was that it? Yeah, this wasn't as much of a hot button. I was just more curious about your guys' takes. I don't Ooh, know okay. if you are uh, keeping up with the uh, trans swimmer, Leah, this woman who is... Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> excellent. I am curious to hear your takes because I don't have... Uh, you know, solutions to this, but I am curious as to whether the standing situation or standing rules makes the most sense for um, other, you know, uh, female swimmers in her c- competing with her. I'm not sure. It's uh, it's difficult to keep up with her because she's a very fast swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> but on land. <laughs> um, I am not fully versed in this issue. The di- the The information that I have collected suggests that when a person transitions, they lose a lot of the innate physical advantages that a man has in certain sports. And so I am for trans women competing in women's sports because it seems to me as though the field has then been leveled. Uh, My understanding is that whatever, depending on when you take uh, HRT, um, that the fundamental development uh, for foundation of musculoskeletal development is is uh, unchangeable, despite many of the advantages that you continue to have being taken away. Um, you you have some some now ingrained advantages in you if you have gone through puberty with testosterone. But I do not know the details on this, and I Lee retelling me uh, some of this. I think that her take was we'll never know. Well, I, it's unfortunately, <laughs> it's impossible to know, but I want to hear what you, what her take was. Her, her, her take the, the, was take, 
It wasn't her. It was someone else talking about her. Oh, okay. so somebody had to take that. I'm was... so sorry. The pronoun you used. I thought you were talking about Lady. Oh, <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was the reason I made that joke. It was I, when you said her. I was like, oh yeah. How will we ever know what Lady's take on this was? I, I was really Rob. I knew. It was I super. I apologize. There we go. I'm sorry. Can we get back? Oh no. Well, I wasn't sure if Brett dipped for a comedic oh, reason. I just no. <laughs> no. Uh, so sorry. Uh, they were saying that, that people should just be matched regardless of gender, sex, anything like that by their skill level. You should only be matched with people that you are, you should be competing against. If that is, if there's a way to do that, then I totally agree. There's no reason for there to be a difference between men's league, women's league. If you're, a, if you can compete with the best of, of human beings, then you should be able to compete with the best of human beings in whatever. But if there is a way to determine that your skill level is matched with somebody else, then you should be competing in those leagues. And all of that should be irrelevant. It should be based off of your individual performance. And that's that. I love that. And that defeats pretty much every issue in this in this debate. Wh- whose take was this? I, I, this was another trans athlete. Basically, what she said was our testosterone levels, 94% of trans women's testosterone levels are the exact same as a cis woman which is like 0.2 manonomials or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she said, we have the same level of testosterone. From now on, we will blood. refer to this as midichlorians, which I'm fine. <laughs> midichlorians in our blood. <laughs> but then the person also asked, so do you think that trans athletes in general have an advantage over cis women athletes? And this woman was like, kind of. And that's the problem. Sometimes we do, but you should take it on a case-by-case basis. Hmm. We shouldn't be generalizing as much as we are. I, I love that she said that. That was going to be the first thing I was going to jump in with after Jarrett had said sports. I, I wanted to say that that's a really unfairly broad topic. And uh, people who are engaged in sports, especially at high levels, I mean, there are very specific rules for specific events, Right. When we look at wrestling, when we look at boxing and MMA, we break it down literally by your how much you weigh, not just what if you're men or women, but also do you weigh between 165 and 180 pounds? That's how specific that sport gets, because people who have been doing this for decades and generations and centuries go, yeah, if you're 20 pounds heavier than this person, you cannot compete with them. That is just not fair. It doesn't make any sense. But if you have a longer wingspan than them and a longer reach, yeah, well, I guess that's that them them's the breaks. You know, that's going to happen when it comes to tennis. Anybody can compete against anybody. There is no breakdown other than, well, we're going to do a men women breakdown. The men serve like 140 miles per hour and the women serve like, you know, 105 or something like that. Like there's just the, 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 the strength, the height, whatever. And Serena Williams herself was on a talk show being like, I can't compete with the men. That's insane. Like there's nothing to, why would you even, like, why even push that on me? That's dumb. You know, I'd, I'd, ra- I'd rank much lower. Um, and this is the best woman in the world who is being like, this is a fact, you know? And so every sport has very different things. Now I want to point out that um, when it comes to like ultra marathons, women uh, can do rather well, definitely beat men. Uh, I think women's surfing is more, interesting and cool to to watch and 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 when they compete uh women rock climbers can uh, definitely compete alongside with men there was something else i was trying to like your of. bones uh bowling 
was uh, another one, and then oh, and then you know Danica Patrick, race car driving. You know she's she's right in there in the mix. You know winning events. It's all and stuff. from the lighter bones. Everything you've said, where women <laughs> have the advantage, they got those cat-like hollow bones. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby birds just hiding, <laughs> hiding. You know where you tie a tie a string around an athlete and you and you float them up in the air based on the wind. <laughs> you know women dominate kiting. <laughs> You know, I think it's an important point to say that, like, of course, there are sports that that women are going to either have an edge or or at the or at least be you know competitive with men, and that's like that's great to to know. Mm-hmm. And also that sports have tried to do their best. Like, their sports are very important to a lot of people. There's a lot of money in it, a lot of spectators, there's a lot of things. So these are people's futures, and it does worry me only slightly that it's like it's like we want to take it seriously. I don't like when people argue about this in bad faith and don't take sporting seriously enough to be like these are this is ncaa these are women competing for you know prestige uh, i thought hallucinating brett just like pulled a stick out of somewhere and walked away it's a fishing pole he's trying to get the cats away (laughs) they think there's fish at the end of that it's like hold on i hear a fish (laughs) a fish that i've been fighting with for decades um rob i i agree with you but also i think the right strong woman, strong built woman could compete with any man in any sport if she has worked hard enough. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I don't even think what I said discludes, discludes <laughs> shut, that. Shut up, Brett. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but here's, but, here, <laughs> but here's what I was going to like, I'm, I'm mix all you want. My point being is that if you went to, it's a free for all, everybody's allowed to do whatever they want to do. I mean, that's obviously not going to be fair to so many women out there. And there's not to say that there aren't weakly, you know, weak build men and strong built women and there's going to be a mixture in the middle there but by and large across most sports uh save for the couple that i mentioned the best women are going to fall far short of the best men and that's just stupid and i think that's just unfair to not be able to showcase and highlight women uh, and the amazing accomplishments that they can do just because they don't rank amongst the top 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 elite athletes of men so somebody it's like you know i think we made a good decision to be like we should have leagues that women can compete in so that their uh, talents can be showcased in a specific way once we make that decision, then it does become a matter of, yeah, we're trying hard to come up with subdivisions that make sense so that people can compete at the best you know, degrees that they can compete at. I want to speak to Brett's point real quick about... Women uh, do have hollow bones. <laughs> and by the way, that is going to be my argument from now on whenever this comes up, because I, I'm not sure where I've... Le- I've, I've read a fair amount of abstracts uh on each side uh of arguing the the um athletic advantages of of um uh, testosterone and and non and horm- uh hrt but uh i don't i still am unsure of of where i stand on it until i read more but for until then uh anytime this comes up i'm gonna just chime in with well women have hollow bones so it's just not fair <laughs> <laughs> so they float better mm-hmm. <laughs> and men so have super super heavy appendices you know <laughs> so on the issue of sport by sport basis does testosterone alone you know solve the issue now i think this is what 
uh, Lady, what you were referring to. And I think that in certain sports, testosterone levels, uh, it, when you level that playing field, that's actually probably, probably a pretty good solution. But every sport's very, very, very different. So when I think about swimming and I look at someone who is six foot three, I, have four, I don't know how tall she is. She's very long. She's very tall. And I think about wingspan and I think about just literal water displacement, just the physics of water displacement alone. I mean, that's what made Michael Phelps a phenom and it's what's probably going to make her pretty dominant as well. So as kind of Brett put it, once that growth spurt has happened, once that bone structure and body mass has been like sort of set, uh, it doesn't matter if you pull back on the testosterone at that point, there's going to be this undeniable you know, thing. I want to make one more point too. A friend of mine was a, was a preemie, he was a premature uh, whatever, and then they gave him growth hormones. He now has like a huge cock, and like it's <laughs> can he's not still taking the hormones, but now he's got a bigger dick than me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that's 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 fucked. Do you not think that's fucked? Nine inches? Who could compete with that? <laughs> so, a couple of things about this. Number Start with one. the dick thing. Start with the dick. Okay, yeah. Generally, we should just ask the athletes what they want, because I think there's way too many armchair assholes involved in this debate. The female athletes that are asked about this are almost universally saying this is at the very bottom of our of our urgency list. At the top are being sexually harassed by our trainers, not making as much money as our male counterpart, uh, you know, dealing with sexism in pro leagues, things like that. Additionally, the the data that I've seen suggests that the trans women who have been competing aren't, you know, like dominating. They're not the number one spotted every single every single thing. Mm -hmm. So I think there is that gray area there agreeing with both of you guys. But here's the thing that really fucking gets my goat. Here's the thing that really fucking heats my bucket is that <laughs> 90 percent of the people arguing about this don't give a shit what they want mm. is a demagogue. What they want is a group that they know makes certain people uncomfortable that they can then point at and go, yeah, I'm uncomfortable with that. Also, you should vote for me because I'll take care of it. This has become an issue that is so stridently argued on the right. They don't give a fuck. They just know this is a group of is a marginalized group that makes a lot of people uncomfortable that they can be like, yeah, you're right. You're right to feel uncomfortable about this. And I will protect you from those those things over there, you know? And so, yes, you guys make a lot of really good points. Yes, there is a good discussion around this, but that's not what's going on. It's just this 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 cudgel that the right is using to to win elections. And so mm -hmm. my hackles tend to get up whenever I hear certain topics where it just basically falls into that bucket where I'm like, I know they don't give a shit. Like, why? You know? Right. Yeah. And just oh, and even yeah. just the air that the issue is being given bothers me where I'm just like, it's just for them. It's just for them. <laughs> and to, to follow the, the not giving a shit thread, uh, I will say I also don't have any stake in this because I don't care about sports at all for the exact reason that that Rob was saying almost. But when you're like, well, Michael Phelps is just like he's that big and like has such an advantage just from water displacement. For me, if we're looking at like potential like physical potential animals just kick our asses in everything like <laughs> take the best long jumper in the world and take the most the, the laziest kangaroo and it's got it beat got us beat by like tenfold like they do can see, jump so much farther dc fox had a one-off tv show called man versus beast where they had oh, yeah. joey right. chestnut in a food eating contest with a bear they had um i think like usain bolt against a giraffe 
running, racing, and they had like a judo guy going up against like an orangutan or something. And <laughs> that sounds really dangerous. It was first of all, it was bananas. All right. So Joey Chestnut was eating eating the hot dogs. The advantage that the animals that the humans had over the animals was just that the humans knew they were competing. And so <laughs> the bear for a little while was just like. <laughs> and then Joey Chestnut got like five hot dogs in before the bear was like, oh, hot dogs done. You know, in like one yeah. second, just like showed them all his mouth. I think the giraffe fell and that and then Usain Bolt won or something like that. But then somebody pointed out, it's like, if you're the guy wrestling the orangutan, couldn't you just like take him by the hand and like lead him out? <laughs> That's <laughs> called a be, keto. They, they tend to be pretty nice, you know, if you're nice to them. <laughs> Hey, oh, if for, just, just, just so, since my reference didn't land, Aikido is the art form that Steven Seagal kind of, I don't oh, know, if found, God, but, but it's using somebody's momentum against them. It's yep, like yep. taking them by the wrist and pushing <laughs> them, <laughs> taking them by the wrist. Okay. Oh, awesome. God, I wish I remembered that. That's an excellent yeah. joke. I you also got to talk like this. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but I, I want to be very clear that like, I, I don't want to skirt the the discussion just based on mm. the fact that some people are going to use it to, you know, peddle their bullshit. That's, I, I can probably stop, end every argument by being like, yeah, but you know, some people just take that and try to peddle their bullshit. I'm like, mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. not, you know, that does not take away from the, uh, the realness and potential importance of this issue because it's, it's, and as far as her dominance as in the NCAA currently, it is significant. I mean, she's beating people by 38 seconds in certain oh, events in swimming. Like, you're like, mm. this is a lot. Yeah. Uh, and there's other things that go into it, too. I was very upset about the Olympics uh, when they pulled out these female athletes from running the 400 meter because their natural testosterone levels were too high. And they got disqualified. And there was could potentially a racial component there. The other athletes had complained so like there's like these like you know i'll call them white counterparts they were like well this isn't fair you know they should be tested and their testosterone levels too high and then they wound up not being able to compete and he's like these they're like they're man spreading women. in the locker room <laughs> that's how i know i can see the testosterone <laughs> and so I, I scratch my head over this and go like that doesn't make any sense but but it, it then it start it begs an interesting question where it's like well is that the level is is or i'm saying is that the bar because you go if they're, you know, cis women, but their natural testosterone levels are too high to compete in them, where do they go? Are they supposed to, you know, are they then supposed to be competing with the men? And is testosterone levels ultimately going to be the decider of these things? Are we, if we're saying that gender is a construct and we don't want to go by those specific lines anymore, then is the solution down the road to be like, well, we're going to try to go by some kind of chemical makeup to, to do this. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I, I, it mm -hmm. makes sense to me to go down that path more. With that said, then I have to go one step further and go, yeah, but is that the is that the be all end all when it comes to certain sports? Like we just mentioned with swimming, because we're like, well, maybe testosterone isn't the be all end all. Maybe you know your actual body mass, height, etc. Maybe that is the more important thing. Mm -hmm. Maybe it, if you watch Gattaca, it's your will. <laughs> I didn't watch Gattaca. I love Gattaca. That's a great uh, movie. Yeah. Well, spoiler. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree with what you're saying, Rob. I just, and I don't know what the solution is, but it bothers me so much, not to the point where I'm like, we shouldn't talk about it. And there are some people who may have half information who are getting some more information from us. Like some people didn't yeah. know that women have hollow bones. And now thanks to <laughs> they've been educated. 
I can't wait to Google this afterwards and find out that women do not have hollow bones. <laughs> what the fuck, Brett? <laughs> could I, I could I say one thing Batastic put in the chat that I liked? Batastic. Yeah. Uh, Batastic said people ignore the fact that Leah did not just go from. 500th rank in men's swimming to first in women's swimming overnight. She got better over time like many athletes do. She also loses a lot, which is true. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Would uh, it be fair to boil down this discussion? A woman's to... hollow bones into like a soup? <laughs> yeah, like a stew. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not going to be tasty. They need the marrow for it to be tasty. Hollow, hollow bones taste good. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, would it be fair to argue it down to there are people who are going to use the fact that some of these things are the truth to argue in, in bad faith. And what Rob is saying is when I go, here's where you're right. And here's where you're wrong. All of a sudden it takes the wind out of their sails because when somebody goes, Oh, something that they're saying is right. I'm assuming the rest of what they're saying is right. Mm, yeah. Then it's much easier for them to be persuaded by something that, that this person doesn't really care about. And they're just using as a tactic to manipulate. But when you say you're right about that, but you're wrong about this, which is where the analytical part comes in, then it, it people start to think critically about what these people are saying. Um, so if you're on the right and you're saying, well, there's a difference in biology and then also a bunch of things that aren't true, then, then all of a sudden you're like, the people can be convinced easily. But if you go, well, there is a difference in biology, but not in this portion. And also the, here's an example of this and here's an example of that. Um, then I think it makes it more difficult for dumb people to discuss, um, and easier for, uh, smarter people to discuss and, and, and hopefully some more people to listen to who might not necessarily immediately cr critically think on, on those things. Yeah. I, completely that agree. That point. I didn't boil it down as much as I wanted to, but no, I love that. That, that I think it's great. Very true. Similar, <laughs> similar arguments. All right. We see a, uh, a trans woman dominating in this event. And suddenly we're like, okay, well, she was following the rules, but maybe there's something that we need to change about the rules because it, I don't know if it's fair for an athlete to come in and dominate by that much. Same argument for capitalism. Somebody makes a hundred billion dollars fairly legally. And I'm like, mm -hmm. all right, well, maybe we need to re-examine the rules then because should a person be able to do that? I totally agree. I don't think so. I th Unless they're trans, in which case, let them do whatever they want. <laughs> uh, I think I think that was oh, Trump's argument when, when he was asked about his taxes. He, like, <laughs> he, he literally was talking. To, he's like, you wrote the laws. Who cares? Well, <laughs> that's like, a different because he broke the law like a lot, like a whole bunch of times. He's like every category. It is like, yes. Yes, I lied about how much the properties were worth when I was getting the loan. Yes, I lied about how much they were worth when I was paying taxes on them. Yes, I lied in that I didn't really pay the taxes. I just borrowed money from Russians in order to pay the tax. Yes, I lied. Yes, I broke this law, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now we're getting into a whole other thing that pisses me off. Consequences. We need All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Pod Saves America. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Who's um, ready to do some bits? To work on some what we gotta remember to do is we gotta ask people what they think their order is in the beginning of the episode. Ooh, mm, yeah. that makes more sense. So they have time to guess. But if you can get it real quick in here, what do you think the order will be today? Mm -hmm. Go for it. Your prize is accolade. Bra bragging rights. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. It well, we is JRB to guess. Dizzy. 
the order. It's time to guess the order. If you guess the order, then you will be so fun. Everybody Ooh. will be We got a BJR from Grim Retails. And I think Steel Mold's going to win this because Steel Mold said BD is last in the order. <laughs> All right. Get your votes in. Uh, the order is a Rob Bridget. Rob Whoa. Brett Jarrett. Rob Ooh. Brett Jarrett. RBJ. Sorry to everybody Rob playing Jarrett. at home. RBJ. We will have no winners today except for Steel Mold, who is technically correct. And we love a technically correct. <laughs> Rob okay. Brett Jarrett. That's the order for today. All right. Take it away, Mr. Rob Ryan. Right. I had a quick idea. Um, I saw a comic on stage still doing World War II jokes. What a hack. Jeez. <laughs> Already on to World War Three, um, <laughs> so I wasn't sure if that tracks at all or whatever. There's just something funny about it to me, where like once World War Three starts, I mean, like can't can't World War Two finally be funny? Like, isn't that fine? Can't <laughs> it's old war. I'm not even doing that one anymore. It's old war is a very funny thing to say. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Im- immediately clear to me what you were saying. So I think you would actually say we're on, we're on World War Three now, which is pretty scary. But the other day I heard a guy doing World War II jokes. And I was like, what a hack. You know, like that for me would have clinched it a little bit more. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Especially because you're going from this serious thing to like, well, I still care about this guy doing shitty jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you're going to address the, 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 the current scary uh, future ahead of us. <laughs> Did that happen uh, during World War II? Or people are like, you know, well, I'm still talking about World War I, though. <laughs> <laughs> I, was actually I saw a guy uh, in the last two years. Uh, he did probably 25 minutes on Lorena Bobbitt's. So wow. some people That's will crazy. just do that material if it works, regardless of relevance. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a Titanic re came out, but in 3D, I saw a comic and I was like, clearly he just dusted off his old Titanic <laughs> material. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, now it's in 3D. <laughs> Did he just add 3D to his normal punchlines? He's like, you guys ever see Titanic 3D? There was there was definitely enough room on that piece of wood for Jack, especially in 3D. You could definitely tell that there was enough room. (laughs) And Rose just throws that 3D necklace back into the ocean. (laughs) Just keeps on saying 3D. Okay, that was a little thing. If you have more on that, let me know. I've also got this little ditty. Have you ever heard that um, someone say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's not the definition of insanity. <laughs> no one's ever said no, no, no dictionary, no <laughs> psychological textbook. It's just not true. And when people keep telling me this over and over and over, I'm like, you're insane. This is, <laughs> stop saying something that's just fake. I, it drives me crazy. Anyway. Uh, can I tell you, I think that that came from a video game from Far Cry. One of the Far Cries, uh, a character said that. And I think that that's when it became in the ether. And that, mm. I mean, that, that I- I- irritates me to no end already, because to me, that is the definition of stupidity. Um, Mm -hmm. and, uh, so when I, I have definitely seen that and heard that outside of, uh, Far Cry, um, and, and I, I hate it. Um, Mm -hmm. so, but I I think that that is funny. It's just, it it might be funny if, um, it drives you insane 
Yeah, I was wondering about whether it should drive me insane <clears throat> to, to, to hear it. Mm -hmm. uh, that 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 would make more sense. Uh, Where I thought you were insane. going with this was, uh, they say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, and that thing is saying you're Jesus Christ while jerking off at the bus stop. <laughs> <laughs> and expecting different results. <laughs> and, expecting, and expecting different results. <laughs> That's great to, to define the thing. I really like that a lot. And I love the fact that, yes, like there are different things, right? Doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. That's stubbornness. That's stupidity. Uh, it's not insanity. That's trying to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> Maybe that came from like a gaslighty kind of boyfriend where the girlfriend keeps asking him to just, you know, pick up his clothes over and over and over. Like, you're insane. You're insane. You keep, uh, you keep. <laughs> You keep asking me to do this, you keep and asking I keep me to do not this. doing it. You, you got to try <laughs> a different clearly, tactic, you know? <laughs> you're obviously insane. I do like that tweak, Brett. That does make sense. I could be your insane. I don't know why. It just it, it bothers me more than probably uh, other people. But yeah, those are some of the jokes I had today. <laughs> Thank you, Lee. <laughs> yeah. it. It's catching. You know what Lee has done uh, and now has become a regular thing is uh, whenever there's an opportunity to fill it in, she'll go, touch peepees? <laughs> Which I forget the specific reference, but it happened in one of our episodes at one point. I think Jared did it. It was yeah. in the, the high board game episode. Was it? Uh, yeah, oh. I thought so. That makes sense. That tracks. Mm, and I was like, mm, touch peepees. And Lady was drawing <laughs> yes. something and she just goes. <laughs> right. uh, well, Anything yeah, I think, we, I think we could keep it short since we had... Um, you know, we had a full Olympic yeah. marathon. Olympic-style marathon. <laughs> with uh, all genders mm -hmm. competing. Mm -hmm. Represented. All right. Great job, Rob Ryan. Uh, as long as you're okay with that. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah, saw a face. Great. I wasn't sure no, if you were no, okay with it. <laughs> no, right. I, was, I was thinking. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Mm. All right. Next up, we got Albert. All right. I got a short one myself. Um I personally do not trust the Freemasons. Uh, I'm like, mm, I have to sign up for a credit card or watch ads. I don't know. Do you, are there any $4.99 a month Masons? That seems a little bit more legit to me. Very funny. Mm, there's no such thing as a Freemasons. So I remember my dad told me that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing in life is Freemasons. What, what are the Freemasons exactly? Uh -huh. I, uh -huh. I watched a YouTube video because I was like, I think it's gonna be my joke tomorrow. And I was like, <laughs> while we were driving to my dad's, I was like, uh, maybe I'll just find out what the Freemasons are. Mm. Uh, they're just, a, they are a secret society that um, is supposed to be, they have very secret protocols. Um, and they, there's nothing particularly like universally followed credence for all the stonemasons, but it is about decorum and uh, having a lot of ceremonies to graduate it originally was about becoming a good stone worker uh, you know literally becoming a stone mason and then graduating to stone mason uh where you were respected but it's a lot of like members have to stand here in relation to the master stone uh the, the master mason and, and stuff like that um but it's a lot of secretive and because it's secretive and you're not allowed to tell anybody who isn't a stone mason you're not allowed to talk about it with them that has led to a lot of conspiracy theories and because they have a lot of symbols uh and stuff like that but it's really just a club to be like hey we're in this club no, that's cool Mm -hmm. uh, heavily referenced in the Stonecutters episode of The Simpsons. That's all. That's all I really had. Uh, I don't know if there's much more to it. Uh, I know there are a lot of conspiracy theories that surround it. 
Yeah, there's so much there's so much to talk about the Freemasons. It seems like that's a great way to get into everything you just said was very interesting to me. Mm. Well, you said you you said you're worried they're gonna ask for your credit card. You're gonna forget to cancel your Masons membership. They're probably data mining something like that. I'm trying to think of all uh, the other yeah, free free selling. Yeah, they're selling your information right, right. to other people. As free, good, free trial Masons, I would I would that that seems like a, a viable <laughs> business strategy. But I don't trust it when there's no money coming in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's probably a lot of in-app purchases that you have to do. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Probably only can unlock certain part of the masonry. And, other parts. and really all I want to do is sacrifice a, a bunch of virgins. <laughs> <laughs> they say that, but, you know, they never talk about, like, that, like, loser 42-year-old man living in his mom's basement. Like, that's not... Like, I want to see that sacrifice more. <laughs> yeah why is it always a hot young woman you know what yeah, I mean? that's that's dumb it should just be like a loser 38 year old who's just like you're like sorry god needs you his blood is pure <laughs> this is purity <laughs> pure nacho cheese <laughs> that's really funny uh yeah, the, the problem about, is like, they're still a virgin, but they just got like way too much sodium in their bodies. You know, the gods hate that. You know, <laughs> if this was like 2004, like that would be my joke to be like, oh yeah, a terrorist goes to heaven and it's just 72 fucking losers. Right. <laughs> just, just a, ah, welcome. They're like playing, playing Warcraft. <laughs> <It's> like, Warcraft. <laughs> I'm like, what? But I thought, yeah, you didn't specify. Read that Quran again, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you I'm like sure hanging one out. terrorist that's like, I get to fuck all these guys? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it says that he gets to fuck them necessarily. You just get them. Oh. You, know? you just oh. have them. All right, you video game playing bros. You're mine now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some video games. <laughs> You're in my guild. <laughs> no girls allowed. Keeping these jokes short because we went yeah. long on politics. Yeah, boy, did we. Sorry, folks. <laughs> you That's what we should get I'm today. not sorry at all. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I can say something funny in the meantime. Uh, maybe it's funny. Here's another joke. It's funny mm. the Philadelphia is really Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I never think... Because like those two words don't, in my brain, go together. Like When I think Philadelphia, I'm like, oh, cool, city, things. Mm-hmm. I think Pennsylvania, I'm like, Hicktown, bums, racism, people. Mm-hmm. Racism, right? But, so when I hear Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, I'm like, that's two different things you just said. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Well, great job, Brett Druck. On the inverse, when somebody's like, New York, I'm like, oh, New York City. But then you go to like, you know, Albany or yeah, Albany, New uh, York, and you're Buffalo. like, oh, Hicks and <laughs> forget Hicks. And yeah, that's true. I guess it's true everywhere. But first. First. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I feel like we're a little out of whack today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're off kilter. A yeah, little bit sure. of a vibe shift that's happened. <laughs> the Zoom delay has got a little extra today. I think it's because Rob wasn't at your party. Uh, that makes yeah, sense. I'm not on the same. Yeah, me, Brent, and Lady have have grown so much closer together from this experience. You know, mm-hmm. you touch penis, penis touch. They touch, touch penises. <laughs> touch peepees. <laughs> you guys touch peepees. It's called peepees. penis fencing in the scientific. Uh, <laughs> That's why I was so vague about what we we're doing at the party. I was just like. If I say you're coming to my party to touch peepees, then you're not gonna come to the party. <laughs> but if you're there, or, or you're gonna. If I tell you it's my birthday, you're gonna come and you're just gonna feel obligated to touch peepees. To touch peepees. I want you to do it because you want to. I do want it. you to want to touch peepees. You know. <laughs> if you're into touching peepees, then you gotta sign up for our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/ita/pod. 
best exclusive content in the game. We got kids on bikes. We got story time. We got at the boobies. We got the high riding challenges. Maybe we touch peepees. Maybe we don't. That could be at a higher tier. There are we higher Patreon episodes. Touch <laughs> Patreon.com slash ITA pod. And next up we got. Uh, I was reading this book about World War II and there was this interrogator for the Nazis who got a lot of information out of captured Americans by just being respectful, like not torturing. And the book says that because of the respect that he showed to the prisoners, he was able to retire in California after the war and become an artist for Disney. And when I heard that, I was like, I don't know if working for Walt Disney is the Nazi redemption story that you think it is. (laughs) Like, I'd be surprised if Walt Disney even knew that this guy was an artist when he hired him. He probably just heard Nazi and was like, welcome in. Welcome. Come to the party. You're hired. All right. That's all. That's what I got. What do you guys think? Uh, I like it. I I would like for you to touch a little bit more because I don't know if it's common knowledge that Walt Disney uh, it was, yeah, did not like Jews. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that there's a lot of room in there to play with stuff, you know, um, mm-hmm. like like the old rides that they had before Walt Disney passed. I think you could you could play around with that, like you know, pin the pin the nose the on money the Jew. on the Jew, yeah, <laughs> pin the nose on the Jew or whatever, whatever things. Pin they the money on the Jew is a terrible game because they love it anywhere, you know. <laughs> Everybody wins if you put the money on the Jew. I think it misses bottom by back. <laughs> All right. Anything else for that, guys? Uh, I think I think you're burying the lead a little bit. The first mm-hmm. thing you said is super fascinating. I would love to know more about the interrogator who is just nice to the people that he the, to the mm. to the POWs. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, that's not rare. To me. That's that's the CIA studied that guy, and that's the reason one of the reasons why torture is is so not only looked down upon from being not humanitarian, being a, a human rights violation, but also just completely ineffective when being nice, you get so much more valuable information out of people. That's why we did so good in Guantanamo Bay. Like that's why we learned that's why we did so the, all the good. good things. That's why we did so good why, in Guantanamo Bay. we learned Bay. all those things in Abu Ghraib. Learned so many things in Guantanamo wow. Bay. Oh my God, so much <laughs> incredible information came out of before Guantanamo Bay. Or after World War II. I don't remember. <laughs> I can't after tell we learned. I can't tell if we're being sarcastic in the same way, Rob, because I know what I'm trying to say. What I'm saying is that you yeah. said the CIA learned this after World War II. They did. They did. No, no, they did not learn. They, no, they learned it. it. They learned it. They just, they just decided to not do it afterwards. Hey, you know. Quit talking about World War II, you hacks. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> with the callback of the century. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I worry that because the thing that I think is funny about it is the if it's not front of mind that Walt Disney hated Jews, reminding people of it by saying, I don't think working for Walt Disney's Nazi redemption story that you think it is. That to me is the funny part. But if I mm. outline that beforehand, mm. I don't know if that has the same punch. Um, but if that's too much of a stretch, then uh, I could do something else. Well, you should and, definitely, you know, like just see if audiences like it. It's it's always hard to know if audiences mm-hmm. pick up on that. <clears throat> um, and sometimes what I'll do in that situation where I think that I am offering new information to people is I'll kind of like take the air out of the the punchline that I think 20 or 30 or 40 percent of the audience might get. And then me just laying it out for people because mm-hmm. I think Brett's discussed this before too, or like, you know, audiences, they want to go along to get along and people don't like feeling stupid either. So if you say something with that level of conviction, their brains are going to be like kind of peaked to be like, wait a minute, was Walt Disney or not? And then you mm-hmm. can kind of just 
drop the hammer immediately after and just be like, it's not the redemption story that you think it is. He famously hated Jews. Like, you can just kind of get okay. right like that. into like that. it. People will still laugh at your first line who are supposed to, and then mm-hmm. you provide cover for yourself on the second part. Right. And that's how you usually tackle those ones. And you know me. I like to say shit that people don't know and understand and care about. <laughs> so I'm in this situation. For a long time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in this situation a lot on stage where I'm like, What? Why don't you like this? Why aren't you interested in what I'm interested in? Uh, but yeah, I love the World War II thing. That's so fun. There's something just fun about, like, like the uh, the concept of being nice. Like, there is some smoke and mirrors there, but being nice is just like I don't know. Take it to its extreme. Like, like he's a POW. He's still someone who is against you in this war. Was mm-hmm. earlier that day just shooting at you. You know, maybe he maybe he got a, a shot off. You're just like. Hey man, hey, <laughs> hey buddy. You want some iced tea or something? You want like lemonade? Just <laughs> far away were you when you when you tagged? That's impressive. Uh, that is. Yeah. So And you did it with that? No, yeah. no sniper rifle even? <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, you enjoying that steak? You know who loved that steak? My friend who you murdered. Uh, he's gone. Buddy he's story, dead. you're eating his rations right now. So. But, but it's I fine. figured it's fine. It's, it's cool. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm cool with it. If you're what am cool I going to do? It. Bury it with him? You know, along with a letter that I have to give his dad now? So, whatever. Anyway, where are those troop deployments? Uh, you see, that's comedy. People that's how it. you do it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Hey, that's being pretty nice. Touch mm. your peepees. Speaking that's of peepees, peepees, let's talk about trans people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, let me take a quick vote. Uh, another short one or end the episode super early? What are we thinking? Short mm. one. All right. Short one. I, got, one. I heard one vote. That's all I needed. Okay. Great. Yeah. I I'm going to tell go you guys whatever Rob went with. I'm going to tell you guys about mm-hmm. the most accidentally cool thing I ever did. One Ooh. time years ago, I showed up to a bar at three o'clock in the morning to meet up with a girl that I was seeing. I give my ID to the bouncer and he goes, it's 3 a.m., dude. What are you going to do? You're just going to walk in, grab a girl and walk out? And I was like, oh, no, I'm just meeting up with some friends. I go in, the girl I'm seeing is a little drunk and she's like, finally, let's get out of here. So I leave with her and I just hear the bouncer go, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that is so funny. Uh, I love the stories where, cause like it really happened. There's nothing else more to say about it. Technically Mm -hmm. you don't even get the punchline that the the guy did if this really went down exactly the way you said it did. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you know, occasionally I like, I like those kinds of stories where you're like, Hey, I'm just a funny guy telling a funny story. I'm not trying to pretend like I, you know, came up with something clever there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I feel still you think you could put legs on it if you can say, um, and ever since then, I've been trying to recreate that moment. Mm, I can yeah, just yeah, yeah. attempts. Ooh, that's really yes. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. girl I date from now on, I'm like, you want to meet up at like three o'clock in the morning? They're like, no, what are you, what are you talking about? We're 40. <laughs> what is the matter with you? <laughs> Arr, come on. I show it to a bar at three o'clock in the morning, bounce looks at my IDs, like, all right, man, get in. I'm like, you don't want to say anything about how weird it is that I'm just here right now, you know, at this time of night. 
They don't pay me enough, man. <laughs> That's really funny. And you know what? I actually, you know, if we're talking about, um, you know, comedy theory, it is a little bit of a pet peeve of mine when a, com- a comedian's joke is just a funny thing that happened. And there is no artistry on it, you know? Mm. There's so many times when I'm watching stand-up and somebody says something and then, you know, the, the punchline is just the comic going, okay, like that. <laughs> right. And yeah. I'm like, where's the joke? Man, I know yeah. your mom said something funny, but where's the joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I uh, love it when comedians do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good story. I don't care if it's clever. <laughs> I like when they gossip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And my next joke, you know what you know who's hooking up right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for the uh, for the notes, everybody, on my bits. Thank uh, you. For I the- would well, hold on. I, I still also I want to I want to explore what this bouncer thinks a little bit more. Is is another avenue you can go down? Mm, like, yeah. if he's like, you know, if the, he's tried that or something like that. You know, I, I feel like there's more to explore with this mm-hmm. bouncer and his reaction. If does you the bouncer think? Oh my God! Does whatever I say come true? <laughs> yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> I like that, like, usually when you leave a bar or a a nightclub, more specifically, the bouncer just famously does not remember you or Mm -hmm. pretends not to. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of funny that he actually did remember you. Because usually when you leave a bar, it's like, excuse me. You're like, I just just came in. I need your ID. But this guy, (laughs) he knew he remembered you. (laughs) You could go back to that place. He'd be like, hey, motherfucker. Come on say, I had your women, everybody. Uh, or if there's some way that you can like keep messing with him, like whatever he, like if you could somehow plan it out so that you're just doing more unbelievable things, yeah. whatever he says when you come in. Thanks, like I go. He's like, what are you gonna do? Grab two women and just walk out? <laughs> <laughs> and Jared's like, oh god, I gotta go in there. Yeah, I love, I love trying to recreate the moment up your one up yourself on those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 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 concept makes me laugh a lot. Okay. Hey, do you want to get out of here? Do you want to get out of here right now? No, no, you just got here. Let's get a drink. No, come on, come on. we got to get out of here. Gotta... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think of like if there, maybe you come in at noon or something like that, and he's like, it's a little early, uh, you know, and you're like, ah, I'm on the prowl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I got you, buddy. Just, just as they're opening up, they're still sweeping the floor, you know. <laughs> Where the fuck did uh, she even come from? That door was locked a second ago. <laughs> Yeah, we got some meat on the bone. We got some things to play around with on that one. All right, cool. Well, um, I enjoyed this episode, but before we end this episode, we have a very special time that Rob is going to sing about. <clears throat> Take your time, Rob. Thanks. Thanks I do man. like how Rob how Brett started this section was, well, I had a good time on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> you, you know, not enough songs start with um. <laughs> <laughs> I also think we should clarify, Rob. You don't have to sing a song. 
No, you do. Not you do. All. It's become a thing, but if you don't like it, then you don't have to do it. No, he's got this. I was thinking, I was thinking of the song. I, was, I know you I was, can. I know you have the ability to. It's not like we've set a precedent that this song has to be amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But listen, no, we were doing the catch-up, and then months later, Rob's like, I hate it when people ask me about the catch-up. So now we don't do that anymore. Uh, Same thing. True. Maybe Rob doesn't like making up songs about Leedy. Is that is that correct? No. No, no, no. I, I, I'm fully happy. I thought that this is something I'm telling the lady. Yeah. If you ever, if you ever hate singing a song, someone just put a theme song they made for me in my Facebook group, so we can always use that. Whoa! I would love to to hear that next time. Um, and slap it on. We could have our own little section and graphics. All right. Slap it on. (laughs) Lady song time. (laughs) Uh, lady. Gonna draw some pictures and hopefully we enjoy them. <laughs> it's been a while, it's been two hours of us potting, so now we're gonna end it with ladies drawings. Ooh, I liked it. Ooh. It had a uh, leaving on a jet plane vibe. Yes, yes, yes. I was pulling from that melody. It definitely has. I think every time Rob takes over the singing duties, it has a little bit of a Mr. Rogers neighborhood kind of a feel. It's like very gentle and soothing. And he's always taking off his shoes. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Well, all right. Thank you so much. That was amazing. Here we go. First up, I have a kind of unfinished one. Don't you want to say something? Uh, 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 (laughs) Very, very fast, lady. Very impressive. Excellent. This is uh, Jarrett peering, uh, you know, longingly over the bouncer's shoulder, saying, don't you want to say something about how weird it is here at 3 a.m.? With a bunch of question marks. Uh, Next up I have, oh, I am in. What is this? I want Brett to keep on popping in. Yeah, I sure hope that's every every single thing. <laughs> but where is the hotel? <laughs> Jared Women pushing. Of all votes. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Well, I, I guess you go back and describe the first one in order to describe <laughs> oh, the second. Sorry. One. So this is Rob first. excitedly. Oh, I am in, and then questioning what he's in for. Me popping in with women have hollow bones. Uh, and then the next one is Ro- is Jared pushing Rob blindfolded, uh, saying, but. And Rob is, well, where's the hotel? And then I pop in again with women have hollow bones. <laughs> and I have Jared's party. It's <laughs> alley. Jared's party. It's a dark stone alley. And then under the sign for Jared's party in small letters, it says women have hollow bones. Lovely. <laughs> then I've got now. <laughs> 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 this is Jarrett uh, creepily holding the now rock in front of his junk, and the other side of it says, "Women have hollow bones." <laughs> uh, he looks so creepy in that picture. Wow. <laughs> well, that was the point. Impressive, right? Um, That's how you I, looked I, in person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm I sorry. For this, I apologize. So sad. <laughs> uh, I believe, last but not least, I have. Oh, higher power, please accept our sacrifice of this. <laughs> it's a uh, woman in a white dress uh, pushing a guy with a flower crown over his head. Uh, and he's a, eating and- a bag of chips called <laughs> Women Have Hollow Bones. 
Uh, and he is a he's a forty oh year old looking virgin type guy, uh, and he's about to be pushed into this vol- volcano. Excellent job, Lady. Thank you so much. You. So damn funny, Lady Corbin. Where can people find you? You can find me on all the socials under my name, Lady Corbin, and I would love it if you would join my Patreon. All right. Well, in that case, outro goes here. Wow. The other day, Kirsten asked me if that was a song. It is a song. Yeah, that's what I said. It's the Mortal Kombat song. That is not the Mortal Kombat song. Yes, it is. It is not. It is not the Mortal Kombat song. Y'all ready for combat? Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. That's the Mortal Kombat song. That's a great song. Oh, man, it's too bad we rated already. We're still recording, though. Thanks so much for watching. Check back every Monday for new episodes, or you can listen wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you want to help support the show, tell your friends how much you like Is This Anything. Or get involved, like an episode, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more Is This Anything, you got to join our Patreon at patreon.com slash itapod. We have a ton of awesome, exclusive content on there, and you can join for as little as a dollar a month. Check out the links in the description, and hopefully we'll see you next week.